today. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They, they toasted, toasted six-month-old aged cheddar right onto the shell of a chalupa. That's genius, no delicious, no both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. Whoa. Oh, sorry, this is, this is my stop. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra. Drinks excludes freezes. The man who is running against Seth Moulton, the man who wants my vote, his name is John Paul Moran, and he is on the WRKO listener line right now. John Paul, welcome to VB in the Middle. VB, thank you, and thank your audience for having me. Do I go John Paul? Do I go John? Do I go JP? What's your preference on that? You know, uh, John Paul, JP, uh, the left has many worse names for me, but <laughs> John Paul Ed Markey would work. Ed Markey's right now working on what JP stands for. He was so proud of his LGBT one, although I don't think he came up with it, of course. But this is the kind of silly crap that's going on down in Washington right now. Yep. Oh, so, you know what I'm going to ask you, which is, why do you want any part of that? I mean, why do you want to go hang out with those guys for the next two years? Well, I can tell you, the, the thing I tell people is the last thing I want to do is hang around people like that. Um, I might, my, I'm looking at this. I, 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 I was convinced to run for this this job, and I, I really want this job. Um, unlike Seth Moulton, who apparently doesn't is never around, so I don't think he wants the job. Um, but you know, I, I'm the anti politician. I'm, I'm a business owner. I tell people every day, you know, if I could keep making surfing movies and do digital marketing and realty and other things I love to do, I would do it. But we won't have a country left if the radical left keeps taking it over. So I'm I'm doing what I believe is my my duty as an American to stand up to these people and bring actual common sense, um, pro-America, a pro-America business owner and believer in our, 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 our and, and, and lover of our country, and I don't believe uh, it's heading in the right direction. So, so uh, I'm, for those that I'm don't know that, you... I'm looking forward to having to work with people like Ed Markey. <laughs> Although he's shouldn't. in the Senate, I don't have to work with him. <laughs> well, you know, you'll still see him around. You might have to carpool with him someday. God knows. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> but, you know, I... You're one of those guys that I always think about. It says, you know, you've been successful. You've achieved what it is you set out to achieve in life. And then you go, let's chum some of this. And I always think to myself, why would you do it? But my guess is you just have a sense of uh, community purpose. Yes. Well, I, I mean, I honestly, I, I wrote a book about something about this four years ago called Cues for Conservatives to kind of combat um, a book called Rules for Radicals, and, and political wonks might know that. It's written by a, a, a communist named Saul Alinsky that has informed people like um, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and the Democrat Party for the past 50 years. Um, and, you know, it's basically how to in, it overthrow America from within by infiltrating our, our institutions, our media, our schools, our universities, our, media, uh, our entertainment, sports, even now faith centers, with this socialist um, ideology. And, uh, when I wrote about it, you know, once you have your eyes open, you can't reclose them. So I've been politically active since. I started a nonprofit called Grand Opportunity USA to reach younger and more diverse audiences. That's kind of my, been my focus for the past few years. I think the right is doing a pretty bad job at that because we have something great that works for everybody. And, and shame on um, people within, you know, within the conservative movement and the party for not making it clear enough and, and how, how much better it is than these leftist ideologies. Um, and, and so from there, I, I said, you know, uh, the best it's better to shout from the inside if I can if I can be an effective change agent and, and really also actually help the people of the district, which has been abandoned, just basically completely abandoned by Seth Moulton. Um, he's never around. He doesn't return calls. 
Um, even the places around him, I went to campaign, the ice cream store and the, uh, the, the the coffee shop and even the the, uh, the the police station and fire station just steps away, has never seen him walk in once in six years. They've never seen his face. <laughs> and that's where his office is. Uh, they've seen me more than him in the past six years just campaigning. So this is what we get from Washington, people that just want a paycheck. They get rubber stamps. I'm a Democrat in Massachusetts, so I'll get the job, and I can just go and pursue other other ventures and not do my job. So I can tell you this, in my town, I see a lot of your signs, and they've been a lot coming up of the last couple of weeks. I don't see as many with Moulton, and my town is a town that's changing and sort of going blue. I'm interested to see what the returns are going to be in your race based on the signage because it really is one-sided for what it's worth. Now, I want to get to a couple of issues here because I only got a few more minutes, but for starters, for those that don't know you, John Paul, and if I have any of this wrong, you correct me. But for starters, I believe your brother has sure. been a law enforcement officer for a long time in the state of New Jersey. Uh, you are a white man, for those that don't know, and therefore your brother is. Is your brother racist? <laughs> of course not. Um, the only people that are racist are the people on the left calling people like my brother racist. So, uh, yeah, so of course he's not racist. And, 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 and nowadays, if you're uh you know, it, I know it, you it, say, of course, he's not racist, but the sen- the senior senator from our state that you would sort of be working with has said there is systemic racism in our judicial system and with our, within our law enforcement. Ed Markey said it last night. If you're an originalist, in other words, if you believe that the people who set up law enforcement knew what they were doing, then you're a racist. I mean, our, our elected officials in this Commonwealth have said as much that your brother is racist. This is the kind of thing that you got to deal with should you win. Yes, well, well and, and, and to be clear, uh, Seth Moulton is called police racist from Minneapolis to Marblehead and was just on WBZ TV um, talking about how there's systemic racism. Um, and it's not true. I'm, I have a technology background from MIT, and I can tell you I know uh, math and science very well. And if you look at crime statistics and you weigh in crime statistics based on, um, based on you know, gender and race, um, you come up with different, a completely different view of what what the systemic racism is. Um, it's there is it, there is no systemic racism along the lines that the left is talking about. You can pick out individual instances all day long because there's a million police officers and there's bad people everywhere in every profession. But you can't paint paint a broad brush and call all police racist um, just because you want to win 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 political points. And that's this is only about winning political points because if you remember a day before the George Floyd incident. Uh, police and all first responders were, were were hailed as heroes by everybody on all sides through the coronavirus. They're putting their lives on the line like they still do every single day. Uh, but it's only because, and I, this is, I, I, I pretty much know this for a fact, that the Democrats were worried about losing the black vote. Um, it was right after Joe Biden talked about how uh, you can't be, uh, call yourself black if you don't vote Democrat. And right away, um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a big interest in, in, in politicizing this unfortunate tragedy with George Floyd. Um, it was politicized because the Democrats wanted to make sure they kept a black vote. So they said, let's let's go to war with the police because there's 800,000 policemen, but there's 43 million black Americans. And that was the calculation that was made in about five minutes. I don't know if people and have seen this, come, John Paul Moran, uh, candidate for Congress in the 6th Congressional District, but you guys put out a uh, an ad on YouTube, and I think I've seen it on Facebook and Twitter as well, but there's an ad where you are set to debate Seth Moulton, only Seth Moulton's not there, and when the camera pans, there's a chicken there. And the chicken's doing a lot of squawking. And the reason why you put out that ad is because Seth Moulton has refused to debate you. And I can't remember an election in my life where 
a congressional race, a Senate race, obviously a presidential race, where the two finalists for that position haven't debated, and yet that's what's happened with you. Yes, and it, you know, if you look at the, the Hyden and Joe Biden's basement strategy, this is what the Democrats are doing right now, because they're running out the clock. I mean, he's not debating me because he knows, first of all, I'm, I'm more qualified than he is for the position in a hundred different ways, uh, besides wanting the job and being a hard worker and, 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 uh, and, and a number of other things. He knows on the issues, he'll get crushed. I mean, who wants to sit there and say, listen, be told that, oh, we're going we're gonna to add 2 or $3 trillion in, in, in taxes and take 2 or $3 trillion out of the economy and give it to government? Who wants that? Nobody. Who wants to? He wants to hear that there's wide open borders, and you know, like like Seth Moulton, he says he's not for open borders, but he's for de- decriminalizing the border, which is the same thing, right? Um, nationalizing healthcare. Who wants that? 180 million people losing their healthcare, giving it to government, as if we can all, you know, getting healthcare is going to be like waiting in line at the RMV. Um, for <laughs> imagine that, right? That that being your healthcare. I mean, issue after issue after issue. He's on the wrong side. He's extreme. He's extremely far left. He votes with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time, and that's something that people, many people don't know. He, he paints himself as bipartisan and, and a, a guy that works in the middle. That was what his story was when he was elected, but he's turned 180 degrees around since he got whacked by Nancy Pelosi trying to take her job two years ago, and then he ran for president, pulling at 0%, and then failed at that, and now he's just doing whatever he's told by, by Pelosi and the far left. So. Are you bipartisan? I mean, every candidate says, oh, I want to work with the other side, blah, blah, blah. What would be a thing that you would want to be part of that might surprise hardcore Republican voters to hear? Well, I could tell you a few things. I mean, I'm 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 openly gay. I'd actually be the first openly gay Republican to go to Congress in the history of the country. Never happened before. Um, So, you know, I've got I've got my issues on the far right. Right. As well. Um, And there's a few things I'd say is. I'm not going to change my values and be middle of the road on, on things just because it's politically expedient. I will work with anybody with, with the other side and do whatever it takes to get things done. Because before being a partisan, my job description is serving the people of my district. Um, unlike Moulton, who basically said he, he actually said that if you uh, the red states have what's coming to them with coronavirus. In other words, if you're a Republican, you should die from coronavirus. That's how that's how much he cares about. You know, the other side, uh, he's not partisan. He's not bipartisan at all. What I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to put my people, the people first. And I'm not going to vote party line 100 percent because that's not my job. My job description is serving my district first and also my country. And that's what I'll do. And if I disagree with the other side, I will still work with them to get things done for the best of the people. Today, the hyperpartisans are just hyperpartisan and they won't work with it. Look, look at the, the bill. The bill's being held up. The coronavirus relief bill by Nancy Pelosi because she doesn't want to give uh, Trump a win before the election. And I'm a small business owner. And I see people, you know, going out of business and, and, and suffering horribly. And and they're, they're, they're hurting people's lives because of extreme politics. So um, I have my beliefs and my positions, but I'm not I'm going to compromise and willing to work with the other side because that's my job. John Paul, and I got I 30 seconds left to Congress. I got 30 seconds left. It's always weird when somebody runs for office for the first time. It's doubly weird when you're doing it during a coronavirus pandemic. Yes. What's the what's the weirdest, strangest, coolest, weirdest, neatest, any of that thing about having decided to run for office? Well, the coolest thing is meeting so many incredibly great people. I can't tell you how awesome it is for to have people so excited and, and feel like there's hope in a state that's been so blue and so one-sided 
and you see Republicans and independents and even some Democrats that don't like that idea, and they just feel so relieved that somebody's going to fight and bring, you know, to, to bring the political diversity to the state and have a voice that's not just the monotone, one-directional voice of the hard left that's been here for for decades. So I think people are so excited about that, and I'm just so humbled by all the support I'm getting from people, and it's just really exciting. I didn't expect that. It's uh, I feel like I'm doing the right thing every day I get up in the morning. Quickly, how about a website for people that want to find out more about you? Okay, great. You go to johnpaulmoran.com. It's John Paul like the Pope or John Paul Jones. I have big shoes to fill (laughs) in either case. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I better do this right. I've got a a name that's pretty, you know, big name. So johnpaulmoran.com, we can can use more. We're still looking for uh, donations and for people to help out. And most importantly, go out and vote and go out and vote for – someone that's going to go, go and uh, change things. By the way, I came up with the idea of changing the party from the grand old party to the grand opportunity party as one thing I want to do when I get to Congress. So uh, make it a more positive message for the, for the party. John Paul Moran, enjoyed the conversation. I'm glad you're in this race. I'm glad it's been an education for you. I'm glad you're still smiling. Hope you're smiling next Tuesday. Thank you, VB. Thank you, audience. And I'm looking forward to uh, Tuesday and God willing, for a victory for for not only me, but for our state, our district, and our state. John Paul Moran running against Seth Moulton in the 6th Congressional District. No way. Taco Bell's Toasted Cheddar Chalupa is back. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? They They toasted toasted six-month-old aged cheddar right onto the shell of a chalupa. That's genius. No delicious. No no both. And now it comes in a box with a crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink. Whoa. Oh, sorry. This is... This is my stop. Oh, uh, cool. We're all thinking it. The $5 Toasted Cheddar Chalupa box is back. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra drinks excludes freezes.